0: Hey there fantasy owners, welcome to LTC Fantasy. Not sure if you're chiming in via YouTube or listening via podcast, but either way, really do appreciate the listens and hope you enjoy the video here. We're going to continue along with our team reviews. Today we're going to look at the Chicago Blackhawks, or the <laughs> they're trying hard to fall for Bedard, so to speak, there. Uh, We're going to take a look at their goaltenders, defense pairings, forwards, uh, who plays on their special team unit, help determine who's really going to help you out for your upcoming drafts. We're taking a look at the line combinations based off of dailyfaceoff.com. I find them the most reliable. Do check out their website. They're usually pretty accurate and really good at updating, especially during the regular season there. And, uh, yeah, we'll get right into it for... Their goaltending tandem this year, it's going to be Peter Mrazek and Arvid Soderblom. Assuming Alex Staloc doesn't make the team, just daily face-off doesn't have him listed, and he only got into one game last year, I believe, and injury problems, etc. But Peter Mrazek coming over from Toronto, the salary dump. Uh, last He's 30 years old last year, 20 games played, nice record, 12-6-0. That's because you're playing in Toronto where they outscored the mistakes. Because his other numbers were pretty ugly. 3.34 goals against average and 8.88 save percentage. If those back numbers, the goals against and save percentage stay the same, his record isn't going to be that good because Chicago is not very strong realistically there with the amount of talent they shipped out this offseason. Their backup, Arvid Soderblom. 22 years old. He got into three games last year. Really young goalie at only 22. He was 0-2-0 with a 5.01 goals against average and 8.63 save percentage. Last year in the AHL, he was 21-15-2 with a 2.76 goals against average and 9.19 save percentage. So a lot better numbers there. But realistically, if you can avoid taking a Chicago goalie, do it in your draft, because it's going to hurt you, because it's going to be a painful season for them. Uh, really, really should be there. Uh, Moving on to defense, their top pairing should be Alex Vlasic and Seth Jones. Alex Vlasic should be on the second PK. Young D-man, only 21 years old. Last year, got into 15 games. He had one goal, one assist for two points. 15 hits, 16 blocks, 12 shots on goal. Realistically, doesn't matter how he projects, he's probably not going to be fantasy relevant this year. If he ever does become fantasy relevant it's going to be down the board just because <laughs> like I mentioned it's going to be rough this year in Chicago. On the flip side his D partner Seth Jones he should still be fantasy relevant this year. He should be on the top power play unit second PK unit only 27 years old. Last year 78 games played five goals 40 assist, 46 assists for 51 points so 50 point season on a Well, let's face it, a bad Chicago team, he'll still produce for you. Uh, 19 power play points, so decent amount of power play production. 99 hits, 155 blocks, and 194 shots on goal. So, a rounded D-man should still produce for you, even on a weaker team. So, definitely take him, just he's falling more into your mid-tier defenseman, not your top tier. So, don't draft him too early. But definitely won't hurt you if you do draft him. Uh, His second pairing should be Jake McCabe and Connor Murphy. Not going to be a lot of fantasy relevance here, but Jake McCabe, he should be on the top PK. 28 years old. Last year, 75 games played. He had four goals, 18 assists for 22 points. So he could do a lot better on offensive production where you might find some values if you're in a banger league, because he did have 166 hits, 167 blocks, and 80 shots on goal. Connor Murphy, he should also be on the top PK unit. He's 29 years old. Last year he got into 56 games, so 4 goals, 6 assists for 10 points, so not screaming out production. But on a per-game basis, he actually out-hit and out-blocked McCabe there. He had 130. Hits, 150 blocks, and 71 shots on goal. Their third pairing looking in the next year is Riley Sheehan and Seth's brother Caleb Jones. Now, Stillman, he's 24 years old. Not going to provide a lot for you outside of hits, but 52 games played, had 2 goals, 10 assists for 12 points. 122 hits, that's where you're going to find any value. But realistically, you could probably find better options on the waiver wire there. 67 blocks and 49 shots on goal. Caleb Jones, he should be on the second PP unit, 25 years old. Last year 51 games played, 5 goals, 10 assists for 15 points. He had that really nice stretch for two weeks there where he put up eight or nine points. So do watch him to see how he gets used. You might be able to stream him on a light night but realistically, you're probably leaving him the F alone, to be honest with you. He had one power play point, 77 hits, 58 blocks, and 57 shots on goal. Their top line next year, the way of balancing out to look, according to Daily Faceoff, is Philip Kuryshev, Lucas Reichel, and Patrick Kane. Now, anytime you're with Kane, your offensive production should increase. So, Kuryshev, he should be on the second PP unit. Uh, 22 years old. Last year, 67 games played, 6 goals, 15 assists for 21 points, 5 power play points, 31 hits, 30 blocks, 86 shots on goal. Realistically, you're probably going to leave him alone in the draft, but see how he gels with Kane? That might be somebody to pick up on the waiver wire in the first few weeks of the season there. Same with the centerman, Lucas Reichel. He should be on the top power play unit with Kane also. He's only 20 years old. He only had one point in 11 games in the NHL, but he's over a point per game as a teenager in the NHL, in the AHL, Sorry, having 57 points in 56 games played. So you're probably going to leave him alone in the draft, but again, see how he meshes with Kane. He's definitely an offensive guy, so he will definitely put up more than one point in 11 games, but how much remains to be determined. So err on the side of caution, but definitely keep him in the back of your mind. Then Patrick Kane, obviously is going to be fantasy relevant, he's top power, should be on the top power play unit, 33 years old, even at 32 he's putting up points, 78 games played at 26 goals, 66 assists for 92 points, so well over a point per game, over the 90 point plateau again, 31 power play points, that's his bread and butter on the power play there. 11 hits, 26 blocks, and 287 shots on goal. So shot the puck a ton too. Second line projected to be Tyler Johnson, Jonathan Taves, and Taylor Radish. Now Tyler Johnson, he's 32 years old, didn't play a lot last year, was injured. 26 games played, 3 goals, 4 assists for 7 points. Compared to what he did in Tampa, you can see his best days are behind him, so probably leaving him alone. Two power play points, 37 hits, 7 blocks, 30 shots on goal. None of these stats, wow, yes. So, yeah, to be honest, leave him alone. You can find a lot better out there. Centerman Jonathan Taves. He's slated to be on the top power play unit. It's probably more of a courtesy considering what he's given to the franchise. First PK unit, 34 years old. Uh, Again, his best days are behind him, but still... Okay production for a streaming basis, 71 games played, had 12 goals, 25 assists for 37 points, so over half point per game. So, might be able to use them on an off night, but realistically, you're not going to draft them, you'd pick them up when needed. Uh, 7 power play points, 25 hits, 22 blocks, and 125 shots on goal. Also, if face-offs are counted in your league, that might be somebody to look at because he is a very good face-off man. Other than that, not a lot of fantasy value there. Taylor Radish came over from Tampa Bay. And when he did, he actually had an uptick because he was getting increased minutes. Probably not enough for me to take a flyer on him. But we'll be watching to see how it progresses. He should also be on that top power play unit. 24 years old last year, 74 games played, 11 goals, 11 assists for 22 points. So, not very good production, but it did see an uptick once he got over to Chicago. And he should stay in the top six on a, well, not very deep forward group in Chicago, to be honest. Four power play points, 103 hits, 21 blocks, and 104 shots on goal. Their third line is... uh, Andreas Seo, Max Domi, and Mackenzie Entwistle. Hard to say how this is going to pan out because not a lot of Seo, He's went through quite a few organizations there. The talent is there, but he just hasn't given it as, showed it on a consistent basis, I should say should be on the second power play unit still only 27 so he's right in his prime years last year 28 games played had 11 goals 6 assists for 17 points so decent production for only getting into 28 games one power play point 11 hits 10 blocks 71 shots on goal so that'd be somebody similar to like an anthony mantha i guess if on a light night and they're on a hot streak, I'll probably pick him up on the waiver wire to play him on a light night. But other than that, I'm probably leaving him a go alone. But it could be a sneaky pickup on light nights there. Max Domi, on the second power play unit, 27 years old. Reunited with Richardson from Montreal when he did have his more productive years. Does that amount this year? I'm not holding my breath, to be honest with you. But... He should get some, since he has familiarity with the coach, he might get a little bit of increased time there. Uh, Last year, 72 games played, 11 goals, 28 assists for 39 points. Four of them on the power play. Had 24 hits, 9 blocks, and 104 shots on goal. So do watch him. Might be more of a light night kind of claim again. But decent production. You could do worse, but... I also have a pretty good feeling that you could do better, too, there. And the last one, Mackenzie Endwistle, not really fantasy relevant. Should be on the second PP unit. Young kid, only 23 years old. Got into 55 games last year. Five goals, seven assists for 12 points. Had 129 hits, so decent hit total for only getting into 55 games. 22 blocks, 34 shots on goal. Realistically, leaving him alone, there's better options out there. Uh, Fourth line, nothing really to speak of fantasy-wise, but we'll go through them, is Boris Kachouk, Sam Lafferty, and Colin Blackwell. Now, Kachouk, he should be on the second PK unit, only 24 years old. He got into 59 games, 3 goals, 4 assists for 7 points, 138 hits, 20 blocks, 58 shots on goal. Outside of hits, not not showing a lot of value. And... For the 138-hit range, you could probably find somebody that will give you better offensive production and some better stats in the other categories. Sam Lafferty, he should be on the top PK unit, only 27 years old. Last year, he had, in 56 games played, he had 5 goals, 8 assists for 13 points. So, again, more than likely leaving him alone. 137 hits, 26 blocks, 80 shots on goal. Almost identical to catch So outside of hits, there's probably better offensive options that can get you the same amount of hits if that's counted in your league there. And the last one's Colin Blackwell. 29 years old, got into 58 games last year, had 10 goals, 10 assists for 20 points, 91 hits, 24 blocks, 77 shots on goal. So realistically, probably a nice forward to have on a fourth line, but not a good player to have on your fantasy team there so that's it for this episode if you are listening or watching via youtube remember to hit like hit subscribe remember that notification bell so you don't miss out on future episodes there Uh, if you're listening via podcast remember to hit follow hit that heart depending on which platform you're listening on and we'll continue with these fantasy reviews after that we'll get into more of our draft strategy top forwards, top goaltenders, sleepers, etc. And enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason, and good luck in your upcoming drafts here, fantasy owners.